Cloud Imperium have given us a whole host of updates on AI features for Star Citizen, as well as a load of development information on Squadron 42, and bits they've been working on over the last few weeks, and what they're focused on now in August. So we're going to take a look at AI features and similar um, for Star Citizen and Squadron 42 roadmap stuff in this video. This is a summary of the Squadron 42 monthly report. The AI content team fixed a whole ton of bugs, and then returned to feature work, including supporting the weapons vendor setup by creating weapon pickup and place animations, progressing the locomotion polish and retargeting overlay animations to the female skeleton. The AI designers continued implementing the dynamic conversation feature, expanding it to the eat and drink behaviors. Now NPCs will have conversations between bites or drinks. AI content said we're pleased with the results as it makes AI feel less individual and more connected with other NPCs. AI engineers will now also seek out colleagues at wall panels and work zones, e.g. broken and pipes to start conversations. They're currently working on implementing chatter for AI in bunk beds and arcade machines as well. For human combat, they continue to work on tactic selection. This is going to allow designers to quickly tweak values to produce the best possible range of combat behaviors for the situation, including multiple combatants with different setups and different ranges. They also began aligning the existing perception systems to a new design, where the perception meter rises depending on different stimuli, hearing footsteps or gunfire, for example, or seeing the target, and this will fall over time. Once different threshold levels on the meter are hit, they trigger different alertness levels that determine specific reaction animations and behaviors. For example, at the lowest tier, the AI will react by simply turning the head towards the stimulus. At the middle level, they will investigate the stimulus, and at the highest level, they will enter combat. Stimuli can also impact the meter in different ways based on the conditions of the target, including whether or not they're crouched or standing, and the location's lighting. Work also started on the investigation behavior, with the devs implementing a system to allow NPCs to determine potential enemy hiding spots, check them, and keep track of which ones they've seen. The next stage is for NPCs to share information so they can cover a level together. They are also working to improve the consistency of cover selection using the automatic cover generation system. They're also planning to improve the quality of cover and provide more information to the AI so less decision making has to be made at runtime. For the Vandal, the team have blocked out several animations including piloting and some location specific animations used to get the Vandal from their spawn positions, often off the navigation mesh into the level. They also blocked out in animations for human AI mantling and vaulting to give NPCs more locomotion options when moving around the environment. The AI tech team is also working on this and they said, the basic idea is that using all existing markup, we want to allow NPCs to perform similar actions to the player in the environment. For example, we adjusted the ledge objects to include specifications that evaluate the nav mesh and link multiple islands correctly, so AI can then move around them more freely. They also continued R&D on seamless transitions into usables. This time they implemented a cleaner and more reliable system for sharp turn animations, giving a more natural movement to NPCs following paths around corners. This allows um, NPCs sort of to feel heavier and show weight balancing when moving over sharp corners. Progress was also made on the locomotion refactor. They began improving how AI actors process movement, which will allow them to decouple movement requests 
from what processes it. This is an important change to better support multiple path followers used in different contexts. For example, actors, creatures or NPCs driving a vehicle or pushing a trolley. They're currently preparing to integrate this into Squadron 42 and verify that everything works as expected. Progress was also made on ship reinforcements for Alpha 3.17.2. The team made the feature more robust by adding better monitoring and disembarking from the pilot's perspective. They also added an abort phase for the dropship in case the location drop site is occupied and the pilot can now monitor their presence of uh, if a player is inside the cargo area, they also fix several bugs relating to how slow reaction times and desync and teleports affect the game. These issues are mostly caused by low server frame rate, but the devs have optimized the code and implemented tweaks to allow code to better handle some of those situations. The AI vehicle team finished enabling AI to use master modes. AI is now fully integrated with the ability to swap master modes when required by the operator mode they want to use. And the designers will soon be able to cycle modes to give AI access to higher um, SCM speeds when designing behaviors. So this is very important, obviously, to have AI as different roles on ships and to be pilots and to act appropriately. Eventually, this will lead to AI crew for players, NBC crew. Animation teams further developed zero-g movement and navigation, adjusting the field to give a better overall experience. They also worked on a new SMG, additional weapons for the master arms, ladder interactions, female console use, and locomotion, sharp turns and jukes. New Glass interactions were developed too, to give a more realistic feel to characters, and progress was made on the Vandal, this time searching vents and climbing. On the facial side, improvements to facial animations of named characters continued. The character team spent time focusing on the remaining Navy faction outfits and progressed with the Screaming Gallison's armor. They're currently preparing to create the Shubin mining outfits and work with tech animation on head scans for various characters. Weapon art progressed with the Vault Shotgun, Pistol, Assault Rifle and Sniper Rifle. Animation work progressed for Vault Weapons 2 and the first pass of animations and reviews of the new melee weapon metrics were completed. Work also began on some Squadron 42 specific weapons, beginning with an SMG and shotgun. The military multi-tool had its white box updated with new screen positions to ensure the UI was working for all intended gameplay. Vehicle features continue to support persistent streaming with a transit refactor alongside bug fixing. Missiles received a complete flight retune after some bug fixing and highlighted problems with the way missiles were set up. Now focus is on intercept um, that portion of flight and controlling accelerations rather than allowing them to be controlled as dynamically as they were before. The team also began balancing what speeds and tunings are required for the new master modes feature, ensuring they get combat speeds right under normal thrust and boost, so combat starts to move in the intended direction. Narrative completed a first pass of scripting and recording a, a dialogue scene for a large section of Squadron 42, um, one of its middle chapters. Uh, design refined the gameplay in this section so narrative frequently played through these updated enemy encounters puzzles stealth and navigation challenges the narrative team said 
it's very important to make sure the player always understands what their current goals are and what the next steps should be. So to that end, the writers have been working to balance dialogue hints to ensure that players who need a bit more guidance will be able to get it without spoiling the fun or challenge of a given area. Additionally, as gameplay mechanics were iterated on and polished, the narrative team adjusted the script to ensure that lines referencing those mechanics matched how the gameplay worked. For example, recent improvements to the radar and scanning system allowed them to streamline some of the terminology used by characters in-game. The team also looked to expand the use of the dynamic conversation system to enhance the background and any NPCs that would come across. While important key conversations are specifically planned for the player to encounter, there are some areas where the player's freedom to explore has highlighted the need for additional content to bring it to life. Rather than relying on additional bespoke lines, the team is investigating using dynamic conversations to allow for a much broader range of content to fill the space. Boom! That's it for your Star Citizen AI and Squadron 42 updates today. It looks like Squadron is making great progress, but it's really hard to tell where it is in its development. Is it a year or two out before its release? We don't know. We just simply don't know at the moment. Clan Imperium are certainly getting there and we'll start to provide more information in the way of dates and sort of development sort of stuff and potentially a more traditional advertising campaign for the game when it's close to release. But what do you think? When could we see Squadron 42 Episode 1 first released? Are the AI updates something that excite you for Star Citizen? Do you think they'll provide a fun and challenging experience eventually? Whatever your thoughts, I'd love to hear from you in the comments below. You're on a plane. It's about to crash. Maybe you're in a jungle and a vicious predator attacks. There's a nuclear war and you're caught short on the toilet. You're drowning in shark-infested waters. How did you get here? What do all these scenarios have in common? That's right, easily preventable with the use of NordVPN.com slash BoardGamer. It's like the ultimate survival toolkit, but to aid in internet security and accessibility. Now I can watch my favourite Netflix and anime shows from a different country while I'm lost in the rainforest just before a tiger eats me. Thanks, NordVPN.com slash BoardGamer. You can get discounts by using the links below. But please note that probably in the case of a plane crash or, you know, you're drowning, NordVPN might not be the most effective solution. Every month we have a Star Citizen ship giveaway. This month we're giving away an RSI Scorpius Heavy Fighter. This two-seater powerful heavy fighter allows you to pretend you're in Star Wars with your X-Wing. It comes with a lifetime insurance and access to Star Citizen. So even if you haven't got a Star Citizen account already, you can play the game. To be in for a chance of winning that, just comment on any of my videos made during August. A massive thank you to everyone that subscribed to the channel or just watches my content or comments and likes and shares those videos. It really genuinely does help. And if you want to go the extra mile to help support the channel, you can click on the join button under any of my videos or click on the links to Patreon. It all goes a huge way to help the channel grow and expand. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a great time in Alpha 3.17.2 and I hope to see you in the verse.